Welcome to the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Hi, it's me, Suzanne. I'm so ready to road trip through 2023 with you. 52 weeks of home, health, and happiness await us. We will leave 2022 in the rearview mirror and keep our eyes on the road ahead of us. Our inner mentor will be our guide and we will be working on strategies to ignore the inner critic. You are the guide. You have the answers within. All you need is the space to quiet the mind, trust yourself, and receive a little encouragement along the way. Hop into the driver's seat. Let's do this. Welcome to week number 28 of the Feelings Fitness Podcast, where we are road tripping through 2023 together. We are accelerating through home, health, happiness, and habits. It's Q3, and we've found our way to this question. What is happiness? In my self-exploration, really since entering into this stay-at-home mom zone within the last decade or so, I have found that happiness is friends, family, and a purpose-driven career. So last week, we touched upon how important communicating clearly with our loved ones is. In order for our relationships to thrive, we must not only communicate, but we must communicate clearly. I mentioned last week that this week I was going to share Don't Do What I Do. Well, don't do what I've done with friends, family, or career. I've got a few things to share with you. It took me 45 years to put it all together. I had to learn the hard way though. So here are a few of my don't do what I did mistakes on my journey to the here and now. Let's start in the friend zone. So don't do what I did, the friends version. I walk a fine line between being extroverted and being introverted. And I'll be honest, if you ask me from the outside looking in, it might appear that I'm more extroverted. But from my perspective on the inside, I feel more introverted. And I've kind of struggled to truly foster friendships because of that. Truth be told, sometimes I just thought I was a crappy friend. I've thought that for years until I really identified this real issue. And it's like I said, I lean more towards being an introvert. I'm a highly sensitive human also. So it takes a lot of energy for me to interact with others. Now, Instead of beating myself up, I just do the best that I can. I challenge myself to show up when I'm invited, and I try to plan a social thing or two as well. For many years, I coordinated a girls' night out in my neighborhood once a month. This way, I knew I would stay connected without having to always be thinking about the what, the when, and the why, and all of that good stuff. It just was set, and I knew I would go. Also, another thing was establishing traditions too, so that you get rid of the decision fatigue. It takes that off of the table and it just becomes easy to pull together some time to spend with friends and make more memories. So my suggestion is take some time and understand your own personality type in order to successfully foster friendships. Then moving on to the family category, the don't do what I did lesson on family is a lesson that came through loss. A friend said to me recently, it's the gift of death. Wow, as awful as this sounds, my mom's death left behind so many special gifts in the form of lessons to help me grow, lessons to live a deeper, more meaningful life. I would give these gifts back to have even just one more day with her, but since that's not possible... 
I feel so obligated to lean into the lessons. Losing her made me realize that I need to make more memories with family and I need to take more pictures of those memories as well. So one of my favorite pictures that I actually have is the last supper that I had with my mom. And ironically, it happened to be on Thanksgiving. And I am so forever grateful for that picture. I like just cherish that with all my heart. And I'm so glad I took the time to take that picture because Clearly, I had no idea that that would be the last time I would sit down for a meal with her. I also realized that I need to ask more questions of my family members to really get to know them better on a deeper level. And honestly, with my mom, I now find myself asking my dad and her friends that she grew up with to tell me stories about her. I wish I would have asked her more. One thing I wish I would have asked her for too was a recipe book. I always thought it would have been so cool, like now looking back on it, obviously I always love certain foods that we have at these different holidays and different traditions, different times of year. And I it would have been so cool to have an actual recipe book of her meal plan for each of those different holidays. Because now I'm like scrambling and scraping together to try and find some of these recipes to make sure that I can always have that piece of her with me at the holidays. And what I realized, one of the lessons that I learned from this situation too, is that I really played the kid role for far too long. So I really let her do all of the things without being involved enough in the process. And that a little bit, you know, I'll own some of that, but I will also put some of that back on her too, because I feel like she was just a very type A person, boom, 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 got things done and didn't really ask for much help in the process. She just wanted company. So I wish that I would have stepped in and taken a little bit more control of making some of those items so that I would already know how to do those instead of scraping around and trying to find the recipes to recreate them. I guess the point is take the time to understand and really get to know your family members and really the family dynamics too. Make the best of the family you've been blessed with. Consider it a, them a blessing even with all of the you know highs and lows that families go through. It really just feels better to release any resentment early on and lean into what works, let go of the rest, and just enjoy family. Moving on into the career zone. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the flounder factor in my career roadmap is messy. So this is my don't do what I did lesson when it comes to the career category. So looking back, the first thing that I should have done was really meet with a career counselor, more so to lay out potential career options, even more than really evaluating likes and dislikes. I definitely always knew that teaching kids was aligned with my likes and skill set, but to know what other careers that could have been possible career directions with that skill set would have been helpful. I also learned that just because you have an idea about shifting gears in the career zone doesn't mean it's meant to be. So I've tried my hand at all different kinds of things and I advise shifting gears with caution. And if you really feel compelled to shift gears, give it some time, especially of learning a new skill. So also you must advocate 
advocate for yourself because no one else will. So what I mean here too is I shifted gears from being a classroom teacher because honestly, that's like what I saw my mom doing. I didn't really kind of investigate other options. I was just like, oh, that's really cool. I'm good at that. I like that. I did that, right? So without really investigating too many options, I stepped into that zone, then shifted gears out of it into school counseling, community counseling. I just felt like when I was in the classroom, I really liked getting to know the kids and helping them solve problems on an emotional level. So I shifted gears into that without really investigating what that school counseling position looked like. And once I saw it firsthand on the inside, I was like, "Mm, I'm not really sure that that's for me either. And there were lots of different options there, but I just opted not to take that on right when I finished that graduate work. I also tried my hand in the voiceover industry, which was super tricky. And this is the one where I will tell you, you literally have to advocate for yourself because no one else will. I found that it was highly competitive. I needed more confidence at that time, and I needed more confidence in advocating for myself at that time too. So I shifted gears out of that too after realizing just how tricky it was, and I wasn't in this space where I was confident enough to really go after it. And what I'm learning at this stage of the game is that a career path can really bring such a sense of purpose. So I guess if, you know, in sharing all those things about all of those other endeavors that I've tried, I I tried so many different things and I really didn't find my purpose before having kids. And then I got fully immersed in the stay-at-home mom zone only to find myself completely lost a decade later. And I always kind of felt this like, like I felt this sense of inferiority since I couldn't really find my way. And then it snowballed into everything else else. And then I stayed home with kids. And then it's like, just yeah, like I said, kind of this lost feeling. Well, enter yoga and yoga training. And I really found this space where I could pull all of the things together. So although I started out in the traditional yoga training for adult classes, I then went on and got the certification for teaching kids as well. And I was able to take that, you know, classroom teaching out into yoga and then pulling it together with counseling. It just ended up being this wonderful blend of all these things that I had done throughout the years. I'll be honest, I'm still attempting to come out of this inferiority fog and lots and lots of self-reflection later and things are at least moving in the right direction. So the don't do what I did lesson is to look at work as a way of finding purpose. If your day-to-day job doesn't do it, consider maybe a side hustle. But what I'll recommend is don't, again, don't do what I did and don't turn it into this like hobby business because it gets expensive and it becomes more of a drain than really an energizing endeavor. So try and work towards that career path with purpose, but don't get sucked in 
into these side hustles that end up actually just kind of sucking the life and money right out of your bank account. So be thoughtful about when we are shifting gears. And really, if you're on the front end of careers, really do some investigating and some testing and working with some sort of advisor or counselor to get into the right thing for you find a good fit that really is purpose driven and also, you know, lucrative enough to be able to pay the bills for sure. So your assignment for this week really is to reflect upon your own don't do what I did examples when it comes to friends, family and career endeavors. The assignment for the week has been set. Remember, we are shooting for progress, not perfection. This is simply about taking small, imperfect actions to hopefully arrive at our destination, feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. The bigger the accountability group, the better. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Feelings Fitness or visit the website for extra links and fun stuff over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And best of all, get on the email list for a little extra motivation and reminders on when each new podcast will be released. Until next time, keep exercising those emotions in an effort to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.